Hey everyone, Austin Schneider here. Welcome to Rise Podcast, where we talk about real influence, self-development, and entrepreneurship. Hey everyone, super excited about this interview with Austin Rutherford. Uh, Austin is a multimillionaire, he's an entrepreneur, he's a real estate investor, uh, he's a real estate entrepreneur who um, made a way for himself. He's got a really cool story, and now what I really love about him is how much he's giving back and how much information he's giving to people and his real heart to serve other people. So I had the opportunity to interview him for about an hour and this is some good stuff guys. So check it out. Firstly, I guess to just start, I'm probably going to use this for like social little clips, stuff like that. Um, been trying to work a lot on my content and get um, good collaborations and good little pieces. Hopefully we can create some yeah. stuff that you can post as well. Um, I, love to. I think specifically, um, would love to more so talk about like mindset. You have some really good stuff in your, in your book and just in your content. That's what drew me to you. One real estate. I think real estate's an amazing asset. I don't own any myself, probably fall yeah. into the category where you're like, Oh, you just talk the talk and blah, 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 blah. But love your notion on mindset and managing money and, um, journaling. I uh, love that you love Jesus from what I understand, which is great. Um, and you're just a young hustler, man. So that's kind of the gist of the purpose of the call, man. And just want to say thank you and honor you for spending time and just connecting. No, absolutely, brother. I appreciate you reaching out. Uh, definitely looking forward to doing this, man. Yeah, no doubt. Um, I guess, firstly, one thing that I want, the one video that caught me to you was, um, what was it? It was the one where you're talking about if you're making X amount of dollars, mm -hmm keep your lifestyle the same. And I yeah. think so many people get caught up in this notion of, oh, wow, I'm starting to make some money. Now I'm going to go rent a house for, you know, 7K a month. I'm going to go buy this car. I'm going to go do this, do that. Especially in Seattle. Like there's a lot of, like we're in Bellevue. It's probably the most millionaires per capita in the country. Wow. So people are just like, you see this car, this car, buying this house, like average price point is a million dollars for a house out here. So I think it's really cool, especially when you're 21, that you're like, you know, I'm not going to spend this $100,000 check that I got and I'm going to go back to my valet job. Absolutely. Absolutely. What, what fired you up to do that? I mean, what, how did you learn that concept? For sure. I mean, I've just always had the idea of, of long term, you know, like people live for today, but nobody lives for tomorrow. Uh, and there's a time and a place to do both of those. Uh, but I heard a saying way back. It said, you're giving up the present value for a greater future value. And us being young, I'd much rather give up a little bit today so you can live life however you want in the future. So for me, it's never like, you know, do I take all the money and splurge and then be right back at square one? To me, it's always reinvest and get to a point where you have true freedom and you have enough money coming in so that you, you can literally live for free. That's, I say my, I like to live my life for free in anything I do. So buy assets that produce income that then pay for whatever you want. You want a new house, buy enough rentals. You want a new car, buy enough rentals. You want yeah. you know, some new shoes, invest in the stocks, whatever it is, make investments that then pay for all your liabilities. Yeah, let your let your money that you made make you money and then use that money to buy other things. Practically speaking, I mean, if I'm like say, okay, I'm making whatever, hundred grand a year or whatever it is, like practically, how does somebody think about that in their day to day though? Like, cause it's a series of your daily actions that are going to require that sort of mindset because it's so easy to be like, oh, boom, money. I'm just going to go buy this thing. 
Absolutely. Especially young. Like it's always, well, not even young, really everybody nowadays is keeping up with the Joneses. So everybody wants to look like so true. they're successful and look like they have money and look like they're doing well, but in all reality, like they have no idea what's going on in their own life and in their own finances. Yeah. Uh, so something that I've done, like I never see my money as mine. So like I pay myself a salary and literally it's just enough to live on. And I'm not talking like exuberant, vacant, nothing yeah. like that. It's enough for like my life insurance, my my rent, my mortgage and like food. Right. Uh, so that's what I pay myself and all the other money. Like I don't even see it as my money. So when you separate personal and business, something that my mentor told me way back was to pay yourself a salary, even if it's only a thousand dollars a month or five hundred dollars a month, get in the habit of paying yourself and then live on the pay. And then the rest of the money isn't even yours and continually continuously reinvest that money into assets. Yeah. So good. It's like where your, where your heart is, your treasures, where your treasures, your heart is. And if you're just like, so set on just money, just controlling your life, then it's going to end up ruining your life versus quickly, like, very quickly, quickly, man. And those are the people who get rich and then get poor. Yeah, you know, 100%. it's like, why can't more people think about the long-term game and the long-term play of money and stuff. And like the, another big thing is you can't stress about other people. You can't worry about what other people think about you. When I was younger, I cared a lot about what other people thought about me, a lot about what other people cared and their feelings towards me. But once you get older, like that, none of that matters, especially like young people in high school and college and stuff. They're always worried about like their friend group. Guess what? Five, 10 years from then, you're not even gonna have the same friends. So quit yeah. trying to appease other people and do something for yourself. Like I remember a lot of times back in the day, like my friends was like, yo, you're lame. Are you okay? You never go out and kick it with us. Like none of those things. But think about it four or five years later, I'm literally living the life that they want because yeah. I sacrificed for a year or two years. You don't got to sacrifice for 50 years. You take a step back for a short period of time, you truly set yourself up for the future. So when you stop worrying about what other people have to say, you know, it, it gets a lot easier in the coming years, hands down. Totally. I think that's such a big thing for people, especially young people, is the comparison trap, right? It's like, mm -hmm. I want this image. I need to look this certain way, I need to conform. And then that's how they get sucked into the trap. And then they just get anxiety and then they don't do anything. They end up just not doing anything because they're so worried about other people. 100%. So, and I think a lot of that leads comes from social media. So we're, we live in a social media world right now that even if you're not on social media, you're on social media because everybody you're with is talking about social media. So something I did a long time ago is I've unfollowed a lot of people that added no value to my life. You know, I only follow people that like my friends that I care about and people that motivate me. You know, some people I've never met, but they motivate the crap out of me. Those are the only people I follow because that's the only content that I want to see. But if you get caught up, you know, following, you know, all the people that are out here flashing, being literally broke, but flashing money, you think yeah. that's how they live every day. Keep in mind, social media, you see the 1% of the good of everybody. The other 99% yeah. like is, is terrible, but you think they live like that 1% for their entire life. They don't. Uh, so, you know, something I would suggest, especially on social media, is to not follow people that don't add value to your life and don't motivate you. Unfollow those people. And there's two ways that you use social media right now. You use it or it uses you. Those are the so only true. two options. So consume good content to motivate you and produce good content to motivate others. Those are the only two things you should be doing on social media. Yeah, big time. And that's one reason I follow you was because I consume social media, like we have to sell it. And it's amazing because 
like the average user spends three hours a day on social media. There's 80% of Americans on social media. There's no other platform that gets that much attention. But like you said, you can either get, we, I say you get sucked into the vortex or you can like use it to your advantage if you're a business owner and you want to take advantage of it. Who, so who, who's, who are you following? That's like motivating you. Uh, so I follow some of my mentors, some people my age that are doing very well. Um, like there's guys like Donovan, uh, like Carlos, like Raphael, uh, some of my mentors like Mark, um, and then some of like the big wings, like the Ed Milets, uh, the yeah. Andy Frizzellas, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, the million, I think the, it's like millionaire mentor, um, you know, people that just post motivating stuff. Like if I see a picture of something on an ocean with a big ass house and, you know, some motivational quote, I'm like, all right, bet, let's get it. Yeah. Versus like, you know, somebody out popping bottles at night, you know, acting like they're having a good time, you know? Yeah. Back in the day, like I still enjoy seeing the pop of the bottle, right? Don't get me wrong, but yeah. like you can't lead with that. You know, that's what yeah. comes from work. You lead with the motivation and then you can have those fun things on the side. Yeah, come on. And that's one thing about you that I saw. Cause again, I think to finish my last sentence, it's I I saw that you're posting all this stuff and then I was like, oh wait, like he he actually is doing it. <laughs> you know, it's not just the rings, it's not just the cars, like your your car you bought with money that you had make you money to like it's it's not like you're just go out and spending stuff so it's easy to be inauthentic on social and be a 18 year old life coach and whatever and all that stuff so 100 percent, yeah how has social media been working for you like your strange, so, yeah, yeah it's amazing when i when i made the switch of actually using social media instead of using instead of social media using me um, you know, my life changed. A lot of my best friends are from social media. A lot of the money I've made is from social media. A lot of the business ventures I've created is from social media. A lot of the people that I talk to is from social media. Yeah. I mean, I get hundreds and hundreds of private messages a day and thousands of comments a day. So like, think about that. If you, if I talk to a hundred people a day and you talk to one, who's going to create more relationships and who's going to make more money at the end of the day, the person who has a hundred up at bats rather than one up at bat. Uh, so it's been tremendous to me. It's definitely been a learning curve, uh, but I mean, it's, it's been amazing. Yeah. The more conversations that you have, the more opportunities that you have, the more business that comes from it. It's like, we try to stick that into our clients through all day where it's yeah. like, just have these conversations, like just spark conversation, be approachable, be have a, like provide value to people. So they ask questions, just exactly what you're doing for your business, you know? hundred percent, hundred percent. And a lot of people like someone will comment and then they'll just like it. Like, they'll just like it. Like, that's cool, you know? Yeah. But think about this. Like, if you're talking to, like, an influencer, right? Somebody that you look up to, and then they respond to every comment, and they respond to your comments on their pictures, like, you you feel so much more uh, tied to them, you know? Because they're like, wow, like, they actually connected with me. Like, a lot of people, when I respond, they're like, holy crap. Like, I, I didn't think you were actually going to respond. Like, thank you yeah. so much. No doubt. So, like, this. That, that, yeah, like, that, that people realize that and it, it, they appreciate it. And the thing that like nobody talks about on social, like it's cool to like sell a course or, you know, build a business or something like that. But it literally takes one connection, just one to completely change your life, whether that's a significant other, whether that's a business partner, whether that's an opportunity to buy a company that somebody's trying to get out of, like literally one connection can change the projection of your life forever. Uh, so that's what a lot of people don't tell talk about you know i'm in this for the long run like i'm building i want my funeral to be like packed right yeah come on and from that 
there's going to be there's going to be opportunities everywhere just by making those connections. Yeah, so true. Um, so I guess why why did you start in real estate? Like what I know I know your story. You were you were in Arizona. You were like reading these books. You got motivated. You're like boom. I'm just going to do this thing. Why like what did real estate speak to you? Yeah. So dream was to be a ball player. That didn't work. Fell out, fell out of love with basketball, fell into books. No idea why. Never read books in high school. I hated it. Um, but I read a book called Thinking Grow Rich, which opened up my mind to the possibility of making money without being an athlete. And then I don't know where I read this at, but it said 90% of all people who filed a tax return with a million dollars or more on it had real estate in their portfolio. I was like, well, there it is. It's I'm going to get rich. Uh, so I went all in on real estate, started doing more research. And then uh, somebody said passive residual income. So passive is things that you don't work for. Residual is things that happen every month. So passive residual, getting paid every month without working, sounded good to me. Uh, so the first house I bought was a rental property. It was a duplex. Um, then I was broke. And then I met a mentor, taught me how to flip houses to generate capital to then buy more rental properties. And that's what I've been doing ever since. So good. I think being not an owner of real estate, being familiar with the game, working with a lot of people who are in it. Um, the hardest thing is to start, especially yeah. real estate, man, it is intimidating, right? There is so many factors. There's so much to do and it goes with anything really like business, real estate, a new job, whatever you want to do. It's like, how do I start? Like, what is, like, what is that first step? Like, how do I get over the, the insecurity of, you know, having to start something new and really restart and create something from, from nothing. What was that like for you? No, I mean, it was a lot of fear, a lot of anxiety, a lot of doubt, um, a lot of those things. Uh, you know, I bought my first house at 20. First of all, age doesn't matter. You can buy a house at 18, you can buy a house at 80, right? No matter if it's your first house, no matter what age you are, there's going to be fear. There's going to be anxiety. I put my first house in contract and I literally didn't sleep the entire night because I was sitting there like, oh, I got a house. Oh, but what if this? Oh, but why did I get the house? I, did I overpay? Why didn't why did the other person pay more? What's wrong with it? Yeah. I didn't sleep the whole night because I was stressed out. Um, I didn't end up buying that house because some things fell through. But uh, we all go through it. We all go through anxiety. But for me, like I always had that bigger want and that bigger desire. So like I was I was willing to do whatever. Like it didn't matter to me. You know, I, I'll put in 24 hour days back to back to back if I have to. You know, that's what separates a lot of people. People always ask me, like, what's the shortcut? You know, what's the, what's the secret to success? How do I get there faster? The secret is putting in the work. For like, sure. you can outsource later and hire people, but the only way you're going to get there is by putting in the work. So quit trying yeah. to shortcut a system that can't be shortcut. Uh, so that's something that helped me tremendously, you know, just being willing to literally do whatever it took uh, to get the job done at the end of the day. Yeah, the secret is to chop wood and carry water. Yep. And then do it again and then do it again and then do it again and then do it again. And eventually that's how your overnight success will happen. 100%. So I'm actually mentoring a 19 year old kid. Uh, he's in the office next to me. We were just talking before this. He did, he got his first real estate deal um, like a month ago. He made 13 grand. He's closing his next one on Friday. He's making 28 grand. So $41,000 in a three month period, completely life changing by the way. Yeah. And I was talking to him. He's like, man, like, you know, a year straight, he was making calls for a year, an entire year with no deals. And he's like, I got that first deal. Now, now we rock it. So you have to put the work in. There's no shortcut yeah. to it. You put the work in for a year and then boom, now all of his friends, once he flashes a $28,000 check, like, oh man, you got lucky. 
you're, yeah. you're an overnight success. You know, you, 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 you're one of those lucky ones. No, it's because I put the work in for the last year. I didn't go out and party. I didn't travel. I didn't drink. I didn't do any of those wow. things because I was working on me. Yeah. That's what a lot of people don't understand. Yeah, he's planting the seeds. He's he's watering the plants. He's doing it over and over and over and over and over and over and over again until something pops. No, that's good, man. I think the what is good, and I think the most important thing is having the strong why. You know, like why do you want to, like why do you want to get more money? You know, what is what is that for you? Uh, so at the beginning, you know, my why was money. I'm gonna keep it real with you. You know, I just I wanted to have money. I wanted the freedom. I wanted the nice things. I wanted the vacations. Uh, you know, I wanted all those things. So, you know, what I always say, it doesn't matter where your motivation comes from, as long as you have motivation. That was my motivation. I wanted to win and I wanted to have money. So I use that to push me. But then once you start getting money, it, it, it doesn't last that long. You know, mm -hmm. it, it never lasts. It's never as great as you say it is. I know there's a saying like, you know, people say money don't make me happy, but I want to find out for myself. And you should. And it will yeah. make you temporarily. Yeah. Uh, so past that, now it's changed. It's changed to get, you know, giving back to my family ones that helped me get into, into a position that I am today. Uh, so my family is a huge driver for me. And then the other side is giving back to others, you know, motivating other people, changing other, other people's life and doing what my mentors did to me when I was 18, 19, 20, 21 years old and helping other people. So, you know, I, I get asked like, you know, why are you on social? Why do you give so much away for free? Why do you do TikTok lives? It's because I like help. I like giving back to people. And the more you give out, the more you're going to give back in return at the end of the day. Totally live, live like that, you know? Yeah, 100%. Yeah, which I think so many people lack. <laughs> for, for sure. Agreed. Yeah. No, that's a what's good the, why, man. Like a hand up versus hand down or something like that. What, yeah. Or, uh, I don't know, but I, <laughs> it's like you can't, like nothing can vessel through here, you know, because you're just so attached to it, right? It's like if you just live open handedly, then you're a vessel and like you, like comes and flows and you're not so emotionally attached to it. You know, like generosity is so important. It's not just finances, it's time. Like this is way more valuable than time oh, than money, you know. My gosh. Like I'm honored, first of all. Thank you again. But um, yeah, man, just to take the time. I mean, so to put it to put into perspective, the kid that I was just talking about, he made 13 grand and then 28 grand, right? I gave him a lot of my time for free. I helped him for free because I wanted yep. to see him win. And then guess who bought the two deals that he made money on? Me. Come on. I got a rental on one and I'm gonna make 40 grand on the other one. And he made $41,000. Yeah, like you give on. out enough, it always comes back. And the expectation that you can't have lead with an expectation of having to receive when you give, you For have sure. to give wholeheartedly with no expectation in return. And things just tend to work out where they always come back tenfold. Yeah, the, the heart of the generous get richer for sure. I love it. I love so it. So true, man. So true. And I've seen that so happen so many times in my life, man. It's crazy. <laughs> I feel like I'm just scratching the surface. Um, you keep you keep bringing up like mentors. Um, and like I know you talk a lot about further education and like investing into courses and stuff. Um, I think there's like the education system, that pillar of society is just kind of all over the place, right? Like insane. What what is this like the experience been with you? when it comes to education and like investing in, into people. Cause again, there's a course for everything. I could, how to have a zoom call and 1499 <laughs> for this course. Right. And then sure. it's like, like, how do I know what to choose, who to invest my money and time with and, and how has it impacted you? Absolutely. Uh, I, I believe massively in education 
I don't necessarily believe in the traditional school system. You know, it works for the right people. You know, if you want to go be a doctor, go do it. If you want to go be a lawyer, go do it. If you want to do those things, go do it. If you're going to college to figure out what you want, it might not be the best option for you because they don't teach you about finances. They don't teach you about compounding interest. They don't teach you about real estate. They don't teach teach you about money and wealth at the end of the day. Uh, so again, it works for some people, 100%. But for other people, there's other options and society doesn't tell you about those other options. Everybody's like, go to college, go to college, go to college, take on 20,000, 50,000, hundred thousand dollars a bet. And they get out and they realize like that maybe wasn't the smartest idea. Uh, so, you know, I'm a big proponent on educating so people have options. Um, so like I, I went to college, I grew up in the same way a lot of people grew up, you know, go to college, get a degree, go get a good job and work. I promised my mother I graduated from college. So I went to college. Guess what? I hated it. You never want to drop out of college without a plan though. You got to have a plan. Hated it. So I started my real estate business while I was in college. I flipped two houses in a 90 day period, made $150,000 in profit at 22 years old. And I went and I was like, hey ma, I ain't going back to college. Yeah, <laughs> I'm come not on. graduating. I dropped out. But again, I had a plan. I've been putting in the work for the six, 12 months leading up to that. So then when I did capitalize, I was able to walk away from college. Uh, so college is not the only option. Um, again, good option for some, but I'm a big believer in hiring the right people, you know, hiring mentors. Cause you're gonna learn one, one, one of two ways. You're gonna learn the hard way and you're gonna take a lot of L's and lose a lot of money and waste a lot of time. Or you're gonna take that money that you would have lost and pay for a mentor to teach you the things that they had to go through and how they lost money so you don't do the same thing. So I spent 50 to $100,000 a year, every single year for masterminds and mentorships. Like I got one, I paid $35,000 a year to, and that's just the fee. Then we have mm -hmm. to pay to get to the location and for the, the, you know, the food and the hotel on top of that. But people look at me like, that's, that's insane. Why would you pay somebody 35 grand for one call a month? Right. sounds crazy. I see the value in it though, because I'm taking what he he's made. I don't, lots of millions of dollars probably pushing the nine figure mark why would i not pay 35 grand to learn from somebody like that yeah uh, so huge believer in education just not necessarily uh, the traditional school system yeah and i remember in your book you were like uh when you didn't have money you went to that fix and flip course or whatever it was and you had to scrape up the money run up your credit cards and it took you six 16 months to pay it back so even if like you, even if you don't have money to do it, but you have a strong what and like what you want to achieve, still put the money for it. Figure out a way. Come on. You'll figure it out. Like I get people message me and they're like, I want to start real estate. Great. You know, do you have any money? No. Perfect. YouTube, YouTube university is the place Come to on. be. Or like, yeah, I got some money. Okay, perfect. You know, if you want help personally, you know, I have a coaching program, you know, I'd happily, you know, put you in there, help you build your own business. Oh, I can't afford that. You know, I, I don't have money. Go work. What do you mean you don't have money? Go work. Like that's yeah. how you save money to invest in what you want to invest in. So back to your point, I literally opened up credit cards online. I lied about how much money I made. I lied about my credit score. I opened up the credit cards and I maxed them out the next day, completely maxed them out within 24 hours. Uh, again, I'm not giving that advice to everybody on here, <laughs> but it worked. You know what I mean? Yeah. When, there, when there's a will, there's a way to do it. You just got to figure it out. Yeah. How many, how many people reach out to that are like, Oh, I want to get in real estate, but I have no idea to start. Like how many, you probably get that question at least 20 times a day. Oh, hundreds, hundreds. Does Every it kind of get, does it kind of get you a little frustrated? 
when people oh. are like, oh, I don't want to invest in real estate. Oh, I don't want to actually, that seems too much, too much work. Cause I wonder how many people actually follow through. Like it's kind of that no. term, the, the ask hole where they just want to yeah. get all this information get all this, but they don't do anything with it. For sure. So very, very few people actually take action. Uh, so people, people ask me like, yo, how do I get started? Two steps, educate, learn, YouTube university, hire a mentor, whatever it is, learn, and then implement. You actually got to implement. You can't do anything without implementing. Those are the two steps. And very few people ever get to the implementation phase. You know, I got to say, everyone's like, well, what if this, what if that, what if, what if, whatever, what if it's the best decision you've ever made in your entire life? You're looking at all these negatives. If I didn't invest into that mentor, if I did not invest into that mentorship, would I be sitting here right now? I don't know. Maybe not, but I did and I'm here. Right. Yeah. So it's never a matter of if something's going to happen. If you take the right actions consistently, it's only a matter of when something will happen. It's never an if question. It's only a when question. Yeah, so true. And like we as a company, we have a leadership coach, right? Like I have a coach for myself. It's like, I need somebody to help me because I don't know how to run a freaking company. Holy crap. If I have somebody who coaches other executives, it's like, dude, I'm going to totally invest in this guy because he's going to give me the compass of how he's been successful now he's helped other people so especially when you're starting something new you know it's like you don't have a boss like you don't have a boss it's like who's 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 your compass right yeah yeah i'm a big believer learn learn from other people that are in a position that you want to be in so important how are you how are you doing that like today so you have a you have a mentor program and then you're in one and then you're i'm sure you're in a bunch of other classes what about outside of just real estate specific uh reading a lot of books Oh yeah, for sure. You know, I read a book like every week or two. Um, I, I wake up in the morning, I work out, I journal, I manifest. Um, I watch YouTube videos, motivational videos. Um, I'm getting pretty heavy into crypto right now. So I've been putting a lot of I see time that. crypto. Um, so, you know, education, you know, again, I'm a huge proponent of education. People just go about it in different ways sometimes. Yeah. With the, with the manifesting and journaling, that was another thing that stood out to me in the book. I'm like, man, like, cause I feel like a lot of times I'll wake up and I'm just like, go mode. I just gotta like, go, I gotta act, you know? And it's hard for me to slow down. You know, it's hard for me to just like take 30 minutes to be present and like think and manifest and like write down something, you know? But I know the power of it. I know the power of just like getting in the spirit, just like thinking and just like kind of be guided and visioneer it because then think and grow rich and then, your experiences and so many other people, just the power of sitting there meditating on it is, is so good. Agreed. hundred percent. I mean, I literally, anytime I talk to somebody like, well, I want to do this or this or that. Are you journaling? No, get a journal. That's yeah. what I leave with all. I carry journals in my wow. heart to give out to people because uh, mm-hmm. I believe in it that strongly. Uh, like going back to how I got into real estate, you know, I had an idea of real estate, right? I was back in the day, I was playing basketball in Phoenix, Arizona, for whatever reason, I decided to start journaling. I went up to the rooftop. Uh, we actually sat on the roof of a, uh, of a condo and I journaled for 30 minutes every single day. One day, for whatever reason, I was just sitting there like, hmm, what should I journal about today? Just kind of looking around and I saw like a 16 unit apartment building. I was like, he owns the whole building. He's got 16 people paying him. Oh, he's living. Let me get into real estate. Come on. So like you take yeah. time for yourself and to spend on yourself and to think for yourself. That's when the real magic happens. Like you said, most people wake up and they're just on go. I don't look at my phone when I get up. Most people look at the phone, start responding and they're going immediately. Yeah. I don't look at my phone. I'm focused on me. 
the, nobody does this. It, this is crazy to me. Nobody spends time on themselves. Nobody. But that is literally the magic. When you take time for you to spend on yourself, that's when the real magic happens. So uh, my phone usually doesn't start ringing until like eight or nine. So I get up before that to work on me. So there are zero distractions, none whatsoever. You have to spend time on yourself, whether that's journaling, saying your daily affirmations, manifesting, reading a book, whatever it is, you got to spend time on yourself. Yeah. I feel more inspired to do that now. <laughs> it's Rather than just to go, go, you know, it's true, man. And just having a boundary with yourself, like it's always, it's, you wouldn't put, you know, cheap gas in a Lambo. Why aren't you filling your tank up with something good? You know, like why, why isn't that your first priority? hundred percent. Easier said than done. It is for sure. Like it's a routine. Up. It's a habit, you know? Yeah. Like you get a call at 7 a.m. and you're like, oh crap, I got to solve it. Let me, let me take it. Like it's, it's a, it's a habit to just go. Like you have to think and tell yourself, like, I'm not, I'm stopping and I'm focusing on me. Like I, I get the itch every day. Like I'm focused on me and my phone rings. Should I grab the phone? So yeah. guess what? I throw it on the couch. So it's like, I can't even hear it vibrate anymore. So I literally can't reach it. So you got, yeah. you got, it's, it's a fight every day, but put things in place. So you win the fight. Like some people say they literally put their phone like in the bathroom when they're waking up. So when the alarm goes off, you can't just like hit snooze. You physically have to get out of bed and walk over there. They know that yeah. they can't get out of bed. So they put something in place, which is their phone across the room. So they have to get out of bed to go to the phone. So whatever it is, there's way, there's things that you put in place. It's not comfortable putting those things in place, but that's how you you beat the system. That's how you hack yourself when you do like cheat codes like that. Yeah, big time. What's up? What What do you like journaling practically? Is it because I've I've got I've gone in seasons of you know I'm going to be present. I'm going to journal every single every morning, no matter what. And I'm like, okay, I'm going to do gratitude. I'm going to do a Bible verse. I'm going to like do some declarations, some affirmations, pray for my church. And then it's like, I, I, it's like ebbs and flows, you know, maybe because I put too much pressure on myself. I don't know. Maybe I can hear from you practically how you've been able to sustain that. Yep. So, and just to be forthright, I don't journal every single day. I try to, you know, I journal like five ish times a week. So I try to do it. It's great. No, that's amazing. For sure. But uh, I get the question all the time. Like, what do I journal about? Literally whatever comes to your mind. Like I'll journal about like my, my dream day. I'll journal about gifts for Christmas. I'll journal about somebody's birthday coming up. I'll journal about what I'm grateful for. I'll journal about having to hire somebody or having to fire somebody or a new marketing stream coming in or a new business venture or how to connect better with people on social media. Like literally I just sit there, something just pops up and we start right, uh, uh, journaling about it. Or you journal about what you listened to that morning, the YouTube video, the book that you read, what your friend said, how to not answer your phone. Like literally it's just whatever comes to your mind. You journal. A lot of people think like journaling is like talking about like affirmations and gratitude and that's it. Like it's hard to say the same thing every single day, all day, every day. But like I allow like business into journaling too. Cause like you got to think about business. So the best time to think is when you have no distractions. So you think about it and then you come out with the best outcome, right? So I'll journal about business all the time. Uh, but it's solution-driven journaling. It's not complaining. It's none of that stuff. No. It's how can I solve this problem? What systems, what people do I need to put in place to grow to the next level? Yeah, come on. That's good. So some guardrails, but doesn't, there's no 
set in stone because I've bought in the five minute journal. I've bought in all these journals that are just like guided, like, you know, how those are just, you can put a lot of pressure on yourself to, to get those done. Yeah. You're like, I, I've never used like a guide. I literally have a blank book and I just, I, I do a page or two every day, just whatever comes to my mind. Funny story. I actually just found uh, last week, my journals from 2013 and 2014. So when I was first getting started in real estate, when I just read Thinking Grow Rich, when I just decided I wanted to become a real estate investor, uh, and it was dope going back and reading through those journals and my thought process and what I used to be scared of and what I'm scared of now, like it's changed massively. But when you journal and you document, you can look back at what you used to think. You know, I, I have a journal just for when I make big purchases and I write down why I'm buying it. Is it a selfish thing? Is it a show off thing? Is it because I wanted it? Is it because I checked off a goal? How do I feel? What am I scared of? That's a big check. Like, oh crap. And yeah. when I bought my, my Rolex, it was like a, I think it was a $13,000 Rolex. Like I was, I was scared. Right. And I journaled on it and I just bought a Rolls Royce Wraith for 200 grand yeah. and I didn't even blink twice. So you go yeah. from being scared, fearful of a $17,000 Rolex to a $200,000 car, but you've yeah. grown so much here, you don't even second guess it anymore. So when you can go back and write down your thought process and be real with yourself, a lot of time people fake it with themselves. They, they, they lie to themselves literally on a piece of paper. Don't do that. Like keep it real with yourself. But when you're real with yourself, you see your faults and you grow from them. And literally a year, six, 12, 24, 36 months later, you have grown uh, tremendously and the cool thing is you can go back and like look at the growth process. So I actually got yeah. a YouTube video coming out about my journal from 2013 just by being um, able to look back on it. 2013. So that was eight years ago. Yep. You were 20. 2019. So that was probably when you were in Arizona, huh? It started, yeah, it was in Arizona. Started at 19, finished at 20. Uh, and it was literally Man. like starting real estate. I, like the whole process, I dreamt. Like one day would be like real estate. And then one day would be like, nah, I'm still in basketball. And the next day would be like, how do I buy apartments? And the next day would be like, oh, let's win this, you know, championship game. So it was like, no it was a lot of back and forth back in the day. Yeah, that's crazy. And 19 years old too. Like no, like none of your friends are doing any of that, I'm sure. No, no. I, like, like people this is awesome for going on the roof and journaling. I'm like, all right, guys, I got to go upstairs. They're like playing video games and stuff. Like, all right, see ya. And I was just up yeah. there just journaling away. <laughs> what, like, what even inspired that? I don't even know. I, I hated reading. I hated writing. Um, I, I genuinely don't know that. I wish I did because I wish yeah. I'd be able to tell people. Uh, was it like but, somebody, like, like you followed in my letter or whatever, and he's like, journal, and you're like, okay, done. No, I, I think it came from the book Thinking Grow Rich. I think somehow that book ended up in my hands. It was probably some teacher or something at the school. Um, and then I read it and then it talks about, you know, manifesting and journaling and all those things. And then I just implemented, you know, yeah. well, a friend of mine, he's like, bro, you waste zero time. Like a lot of people yeah. get a thought and then they take forever to do it. You know, the winners in life and in business, they have one trait. It's speed, speed of, impl speed of implementation. So if you take too long to do something, you're already losing. Like I was in a car with a friend and I was like, yo, like let's do a back to school backpack giveaway. You know, kids were going back to school in the neighborhood where we did a lot of real estate. We're like, it'd be dope to like give back to the community, right? In the car, thought of the idea, it was like 5 p.m. or something. Uh, next morning in the office, we had offices right next to each other. 
And I was like, uh, I was like, yo, bro, it's uh, it's five G's. He was like, what's five G's? I was like, everything's ordered. The place is reserved. The people are already working on it. It's five grand for your half of the thing. He's like, we just talked about this 12 hours ago. I was like, yeah, it's yeah. done. You, you still in? Like, let's, let's do it. So literally like an idea to implementation overnight. And that's, that's yeah. what separates the winners and losers at the end of the day. Yeah. So true. And I think people get so caught up in overthinking any action that they take and, you know, and then they, they get their heart set of these huge expectations of what is going to actually happen. And then when they fail, they're so emotionally attached that it's just like detrimental, you know? And it's like, if you're just taking action, taking action on 20 things and two out of the 20 things pop or two out of the 20 things don't pop. It's like your emotions are fine because you got 18 other things that you can like do. hundred percent, hundred percent. You get tied to one thing. One, one thing is now you like you're tied to that and you think you're a part of it. You know, yeah. you start a business and the business fails. You think you're a failure. No, you're not. You learn from it. And if you have multiple things going, you're like, all right, cool. You know, stocks didn't work. Let's go to crypto. Yeah. Well, crypto didn't work. Let's go to real estate. Uh, but people tie themselves to a failure and then that's when they lose because they think that they're a failure, not the idea. Yeah. I'm sure you hit about that a ton uh, with real estate because it's such a long game. For sure. Definitely. Like how do you, how do you be faithful for 16 months to the game, you know, yeah. to like, I mean, uh, you, I'm sure you've seen the meme, like the guy digging for gold. And then there's like one a picture of like the dude walking away and it's like one more yeah. hit to gold. Then it's the dude at the bottom, like finding the gold. Yeah. So like literally, like you never know when that's going to pop. You know, it could be the next phone call. It could be the next appointment, whatever it is. But people give up on stuff too soon. You know, 16 yeah. months being flat broke, $100 in my bank account, hundreds of thousands of dollars in hundreds of thousands of dollars in debt, working 60 hours a week, going to college full time and trying to start real estate on side. Like people would have quit. Right. You know, I, I, I genuinely remember driving home from work one day. I work from 7 a.m. to 3 p.m. I go to school most nights and uh, the other times I'm doing real estate, right? I was driving home from work, 3.30 in the afternoon. I fell asleep at the wheel. I woke up because I hit the curb. My car was on the sidewalk. I opened my eyes, there's a light pole right there. And I literally had to swerve back on the street to like not hit the light pole. And guess what? I finished driving home. I started real estate immediately. So like, you just have to put the work in. There's no shortcut yeah. to it. Chop of the wood, carry the water, boom. 100%. Again, yeah, especially in real estate, man. That's crazy. For sure. Yeah. So, how? What's your like daily motivation? Like, how do you how do you continue to stay faithful to the to the to the end game? Uh, just wanting more at the end of the day. Like, I, I want to keep growing. I want to keep striving. I like to win. You know, I'm a competitor. I think that helps a lot. Uh, and just having bigger goals. You know what I mean? I know what I want to do and the people I want to take care of and the places I want to put them in, like my family. I, I'm not there yet. I'm not even close to being there. Uh, so, you know, I still got a lot of work. Uh, people like, like, yo, you're so successful. You're rich. Like, what's the definition of rich, right? Yeah. Like, my rich and your rich might be different. There's nothing wrong with that. But, like, I don't think, I literally feel like I'm going broke. Like, I, that's genuinely how broke. I feel. Come on. But as most people, like, they make 10 grand, they think they're rich. Like, I yeah. think I'm broke, right? I got a $100,000 day. Like, oh, crap, tomorrow I'm going to lose it all. But that's what keeps me going, right? But different, different people feel uh, feel differently about that. Yeah. And I think another thing you talk a lot about like the mentors, right? Yeah. You have these mentors who are 30, 40, 50 steps above you. And it's yeah. like, if you got all these people calling you, it's just like, you're comparing yourself to those guys. And you're like, Psh, not even come on. 
And that's so powerful, you know, power of proximity, the power of who you're around and how you can like be attracted to what they're doing, you know, hundred percent. just to echo the education thing. For sure. What's the saying? A raising tide, uh, a raising, raising tides, raise all ships. All yeah. Like yeah. If you're on that, like I've, I've, I've been to masterminds and you know, when I've been in the city, I'm like, oh, you know, I'm, I'm doing a little something, right. I'm, I'm doing all right. And then you go sit in those rooms. You're like, Oh crap. Like I'm the smallest totally. here. Like I'm not doing nothing. Yeah. So again, it motivates you to go out there and keep winning at a higher level. Yeah. Have you been to like any courses or masterminds where you're just like, oh gosh, like this is just wrong decision should not be here. These guys have no idea what they're doing. I've been in conversations and in rooms. Yeah, for sure. Cause I feel like there's, it's such a hit or miss game, you know, cause everybody out there is this expert. It's like, who do you yeah, trust? I think, I think on social media that you can, um, see the real and the fake um yeah. a lot of people get misled still for sure though yeah uh, and there are a lot of fakes out there you know i know people that are right now teaching wholesaling that have never closed a deal so totally. I, like I've, I've seen it with my own eyes uh so i always say like you know get proof you know huds you know show the proof you actually like yeah. close show the checks uh but if people just talk about it all day every day and never like actually do it there might be something wrong with that yeah big time so when social, so with social media, kind of what's your, I know you're putting out so much content right now. What is your plan with social? Like, how are you, like, do you, is that what you're doing? Like pretty much full time now? Do you have a guy hired? What's your system? What's your goal with it? Yeah, absolutely. So it's, it's grown over time, you know, started just with Instagram and then we added in uh, YouTube and then we added in TikTok. Um, we're just, we're just trying to keep growing right now, but uh, I got a full-time videographer, um, that, you know, helps shoot yeah. things, helps edit things, help cut, helps cut up things, um, gives me content to post, puts the quotes on there, all that good stuff. Um, so he does all that, uh, right now I do all the posting. Um, so I'll like TikToks, I'll make them, I'll post the pictures on, uh, on Instagram, things like that. Uh, and then I have somebody that, um, helps me like sort like comments and stuff, uh, um, so, you know, I have somebody that helps respond to, to comments and messages because uh, I, I physically can't keep up with it. You know, it's yeah. literally humanly impossible if I even did it for 24 hours straight. Yeah. Uh, so I have somebody that helps me with that as well. Um, but continuing to grow, you know, uh, continuing to, to get bigger. I'm a big believer that eyeballs is the future currency. So if you can have people that you've helped, that you've cared about, that you've inspired, that you've motivated and they care for you back like everybody's going to win more if you have those eyeballs. So uh, I'm just trying to build the brand as big as possible right now. Yeah. And then what would be the end goal of the brand? Like, do you, are, you want to get more people in your mastermind? You want to grow like some online, your online business so you can influence more people or what's the. For sure. Uh, full transparency. I don't know the end goal yet. Um, I just know everything I've created has came from social media. So people have asked me a million times for X. So I created X. Uh, so I know it's going to keep growing. Um, I don't have like, you know, I want to have 50 people at 50 grand a year, whatever that, like, I don't have anything like that. Um, but I just, I just know it's growing. Um, I know the opportunities there and, uh, yeah, I'm just, I'm just trying to grow it as big as possible. Um, you know, if you have products, if you have affiliate products, if you have, like somebody comes to me like, yo, I want to, I want to get into e-commerce. Cool. You know, do you have any money to invest? What, what are you doing right now? Oh, well, no, I just started. I'm dead broke. Perfect. Check out this YouTube channel. Uh, yeah. information you need you can get started right there or like no honestly i don't really have the time to learn it 
I just want to get involved. I got 50K sitting on the sideline. Boom. Here's my partner over here. Uh, he'll run things for you. You'll get a profit share. You'll make, you know, three to five grand a month with no headaches. Um, you just got to invest the money and the time. Uh, not even time. You got to invest the money. Uh, yeah. So, you know, if you can be that person where people, omnipresence, when people think about X, they think of you. People think about real estate, they think about me. People think about social media, they think about me. When people think about crypto, they think about me. When people think about X, they think about me. So if you can be omnipresent, people reach out to you, you can point them in the right direction to help them and you can get paid from doing that same thing. Yeah, the heart is really the value, you know, helping sure. people out, you know, it's For like, sure. come on, you're not trying to just convert everybody. You can tell in your content and how you portray yourself and what you're doing. So, and we say everything's come from social media what do you mean by that? Like all like many business deals and like, yeah, I mean, I've, I bought a lot of houses from social media. People will see like I'm in Ohio. So they're like, yo, I got this house in Ohio. Here you go. We'll do that. People need money. I'll fund deals for people. People need partners. They need the experience. I'll partner with them. Um, I started a data fulfillment company off of it. I started an e-commerce company off of it. Um, I've met a lot of other influencers off of it, which are teaching me how to, you know, better serve and help people and how to make more money. Uh, yeah. So, I mean, some of my best friends have been from social media. My, my mentors have been from social media. Uh, connecting with you has been from social media. Uh, so, I mean, it's, it's literally like, like I can talk about it forever. Uh, yeah. Most of what happens now comes from social media. How long have you been at it? Like consistently? Like heavy, heavy. Yeah. Uh, like a year and a half to two years. Wow. That's quick. Yeah. Agreed. Uh, it, I, it, Timing was right, um, especially on TikTok. Um, yeah. I, got, I wish I'd have gotten sooner, um, but like I got over half a million followers on TikTok um, yeah. just from posting good content. You know, we TikTok's get wild. Yeah, I agree for sure. Gosh, um, I mean, we get thousands and thousands and thousands of followers a, a week on Instagram. Um, you know, YouTube. I wish it, it's growing faster, but it's growing. It's hard. You know, we're yeah. at seventeen thousand right now, um, so it's, Great. it's definitely growing. But uh, you know, always wanted to grow faster. Uh, but it's just putting on good content, giving, yeah. give, 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 give before you for ever sure. ask for anything in return. That, that's how you grow on social media at the end of the day. Yeah. Jab, 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 right hook. What's, um, um, what do you think would have happened if you didn't get on social media? Oh, I, I'd have half of what I have. If, yeah. if half, honestly, like I, I just to put it like super in perspective, I met one guy on cryptocurrency on social media and I've made almost a half million dollars this year by doing what he's suggesting to do. And by the way, I paid him $4,500. So, oh, I can't pay anything until I learn, until I make money, right? I talked to this dude. I was like, yo, he knows what he's doing. He's yeah. made 50 million plus off of crypto. Jeez. And I'm like, bro, where do I send the wire? Like, yeah, I'm in. He's like, just send me a couple Ethereum coins. I was like, what? <laughs> so I sent him Ethereum. He's all about it. Yeah. And that yeah. was the payment, right? And in return, so I made multiple hundred. One, one investment he told me, I turned 20 grand to 120 grand in seven days. Come on. Like that without social media, I wouldn't have made that connection. I, I'm, I'm not going to go there. Crypto is the future. More millionaires will be made in crypto than there ever has been in real estate. And I've been super in, I've been like looking, not spending enough time, but I'm, I'm influenced by crypto for sure. I got some money in there. I'm, whole, I'm more of a hold play. I, I, just, sure. I don't want to get sucked into the, the trading of it. But a super interesting concept, especially the way money is being treated, you know? 100%, 100%. Wow. The single largest investment I've ever made has been in the cryptocurrency. So I'm-, I'm, I'm What are you buying? Um, 
so I got like I got like ten coins. Um, so I'm a big nice. believer in Cardano. Uh, there's a coin called Hex by Deo, um, APY, Bitcoin and Ethereum, obviously, um, Zilliqa, V Chain, Dash, Theta, and T Fuel. So you're pretty spread. Yeah. I think it's the hardest part is just to know, you know, what to go, where to put the, put the, put the money without, and especially, you know, knowing that what's going to happen next. Do you ever fear that the government should be like, nope, no more, no more crypto. I, I don't think they can. Like when I, when I physically paid somebody for mentorship with Ethereum, like I, I, that, that was like phew, mind blown. Like I didn't even know that was a real thing. But like that's that's the future. There's there something else. Somebody's paid like one point three million dollars to somebody through Bitcoin, and it charged them seven dollars to make the payment. Think if you ran a credit card for fucking one point three million dollars, or even a Seriously. wire, twenty five dollars for a wire. Yeah, they did it with seven dollars, and it hit in about five minutes. Wires take twenty four hours. Yeah, it is the future. Like mm -hmm. people, the government, the U.S. Uh, delisted XRP from all their platforms, right? XRP, the trading on XRP, and I might butcher this, but it's some crazy number, but 10% of all trades on XRP came from the US. The other 90% was everybody else in the entire world. So even if the US shuts it down, like what's the worst that's gonna happen, right? Yeah. So I think it's here to stay. I don't think it's going anywhere, personally. Yeah, no, I believe it. I got a lot of money riding on it. Yeah, <laughs> you gotta say that. I'm a, I'm a little biased. Yeah, no, it's so good. All right, we got a little bit more time. Um, I guess one other thing, just kind of curious, what's your faith like, faith life like with business and you know money and all that stuff going on? I, our church luckily has a big like marketplace, you know, sector and believes in prosperity and believes in the power of money to help everybody else fund the kingdom to do all that stuff and. Um, yeah, like the power of giftedness and what like falling into your purpose and the purpose being attached to your money. What is that like for you? Uh, so I'm definitely a believer. Uh, I go to church every week. You know, I, I can definitely get better on like learning the actual scripture and everything. Uh, but but definitely a believer. Um, when I when I first started making money in real estate and like real money, like multiple six, not even real money, multiple six figures. Yeah, um, I felt like this big guilt uh, that came across me. Like I I, sh I wasn't worthy of the money. Like I shouldn't have the money, right? Um, it was really a surreal feeling. I was literally on the way to buy a Jaguar. It was like a $25,000 Jaguar. It wasn't even like crazy. And I was on the way, the dealership called me like, yo, the car's here. I told him what I wanted, like it's ready for pickup. And I was halfway there on the freeway and I picked up the phone and called my mentor. I was like, yo, like, why do I feel like I'm not worthy? And he was like, bro, we all go through this. You know, most people like, you're not taught about money growing up. Like I was taught to never talk about money, right? Yeah. Everybody I meet now, we, we're talking money. Like, yo, yeah. what, what you doing? How much, what, how much you make? What, what business deals you got going on? Um, and he told me, he's like, bro, that's why you work hard. Like money's a good thing. And I took that and now put it through a belief. You can't help people without money. You know, people okay. say like, well, you don't need money to help people. Okay, cool. How many people are you going to help when you're flat broke? one Bro. two three four five people like you can make it you can still make a big difference don't get me wrong yeah. but guess how many you can have guess how many people you can help when you have millions and tens of millions of dollars like a lot of people you know what i mean uh, so i'm a big believer that like we are all destined to have as much money as humanly possible 
but you got to use it the right way. Money For brings sure. out the real you. If you're, a, you're, if you're an a-hole, you're going to be a bigger a-hole. If you're a good giving person, you're going to be a better good giving person. Uh, so I believe everybody should have money. It's your God-given ability to create as much money as possible to live the life that you want to live and help inspire, motivate, and give back to people along the way. Yeah, so true. And I think so many Christians and believers, you know, have the notion of, oh gosh, if you're rich or if you have more money, then it's like you're shunned, you know, like, but it's like, we want those people, you know, those are the people that can influence more people and can help more people and fund more things for the church. Get more Um, people into the church. Eyeballs. Guess what? Where do do you go to church? Oh yeah, I go here. Boom. I see him there the next week. Yeah. What church you go to? Rock City or something? Rock City? Yep. What? Who's the, is it like a bigger church? Uh, it started in Columbus. Uh, they have like four branches. They're in like 200 prisons right now. Um, but uh, they're growing for sure. But I mean, they're, they're building their third campus right now. So, I mean, they're growing pretty fast. <laughs> that's cool. Yeah. So, but dope, like, going back to it, like one of my goals with crypto, I've, you know, planned about how it's going to blow up, right? Manifesting all that stuff. When it blows, one of my goals is to write a million dollar check back to the church. Like, come on. I think what the church can do with a million dollars. You know Goosebumps what I mean? right now, bro. What'd you say? Goosebumps. <laughs> but like, you, I can't write that check if I don't have money, right? Yeah. So I need money to live life I want to live, to give back to the people I want to give to, to help and motivate and change other people's lives along the way. Come on. How, like, how impactful would it be to change someone's life so significantly to actually just bring him to Jesus, you know, like not to get all Christianese, but man, like that's the ultimate goal. hundred percent. And it does require the money. It requires the influence and all that stuff. So is there anything I can do to, I was just it's, saying, easier, it's easier to motivate people when you have the money and the influence because people see you and respect you. They're like, yo, what is he doing? Boom, go here. Now they're locked in. Exactly. Uh, so for sure. Yeah, no doubt. Um, is there anything I can do to help you out? Uh, Support you in any way? you want to push a course out? Like, I don't, I, I can buy some more books. Like, what is it to you? <laughs> no, I, I appreciate the support, brother. Um, I mean, nothing, nothing right now, you know, let's, let's definitely stay, uh, stay connected with it. Uh, you know, make, make massive impacts that, you know, more people we can help the better it is. Cool. And we'll piece together some of these and, um, I can send a few chopped up to your way and you can totally use them if awesome. you want to. Um, no. I'm sure we got at least 10 nuggets from, from this conversation. I know I got some good stuff out of it. It was valuable for me. No, for likewise, man. Um, yeah, if, if you got, if you want to chop it up, that'd be that'd be tremendous. I'll definitely use it. Um, Done. If not, send me the recording. Uh, but if you want to chop it, that's that's even better. But w- whatever you're comfortable with. Yeah, we'll chop it. I we have employees that just do this, so perfect. Yeah, man. Well, cool, dude. I'll let you go. Um, appreciate your time. Anything I can do for you, bro? Dude, no, this is great. Yeah. Cool. I think just stay in touch and one day I will be one of your investors and we can do some big things together. Um, I think it's crazy up here, the market, the real estate market. I don't know if you know anything about the Seattle market. Mm-hmm. Bonkers. Bonkers, dude. Yeah. yeah. Intimidating as heck, right? So it's interesting <laughs> to see. Yeah. Insane. And 30, 40 offers on every single house. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah. Is that how it's like in Columbus right now? Or... Yeah. Cincinnati, Cincinnati, Columbus. Um, so one of my one of my employees, her mom just won a house today. They went forty five thousand dollars over at on a two hundred fifty thousand dollars house, forty five grand over ask, and wow. they were willing to bring twenty five thousand dollars to the closing table. So like, yes, yeah, more than twenty percent. 
Yeah, nuts. Are you doing any like out of state investing? Like if I was like, hey, I'll I'll throw someone your way, you buy something like, and then whatever. Uh, I, I'm not buying. I've partnered with people uh, out of the, out, you know different states, uh, but personally, I'm only buying here in Ohio right now. Yeah, that's smart. Because one thing for me, as you know, I'm looking at diversifying more and more, and real estate being one of them, because obviously it's a successful asset, is figuring something out out of state. You know, yeah. because yeah. there's more opportunity. I think, I think for you, you need to. It's too fucking expensive there. Oh, it's a joke. You can't. <laughs> you yeah. You just don't. It's just not. You can't get a rental. Yeah. It's not gonna. It's not gonna make sense. Not gonna cash flow. No zero chance. <laughs> yeah, no. So that's interesting. And Columbus is a good spot for that. Yeah, cash flow is really good. Um, Cleveland and Cincinnati all have better cash flow numbers. Um, not as much growth, uh, but uh, anywhere in Ohio really is good right now. Like buy like a fourplex or something like that. Yeah, for sure. What's like a fourplex cost? Like seven fifty. Uh, Depends where. I mean, you can pick them up for $250, 300 A Yeah. Wow. Again, not not in the nice suburbs, but, um, you know, you can get them. Uh, I mean, you can even get some for like 100 grand, but like I wouldn't recommend wow. buying those, but you can. Dang. Well, maybe if, if um, I'm thinking about buying in Ohio or buying out of state, would you be a good person to talk to? Yeah, reach out. Um, I, I can connect you with the right people. Um, cool. You know, I personally couldn't like help, but um, I, I can sure. connect you with the right 100%. Yeah, interesting. Okay, cool. All right, dude. Appreciate you, man. Thank you again. Absolutely. Appreciate it, guys. Hey, everyone. Thank you so much for watching and listening to the Rise podcast. Please do me a favor and subscribe to this podcast if you haven't already. Share it with a friend if you think it was valuable and also give it a thumbs up. If you want more content, feel free to follow me on Instagram at Austin R. Schneider, where I'll be dropping snippets of this and other type of content. Also subscribe to the YouTube channel and be on the lookout for weekly podcast episodes just like this one. Thanks everyone.